I go into my local Jeep dealership and I'm like, yeah, I just need to get a oil change. Mm -hmm. Talk to the manager. He's like, you need to come work for us. Yeah. And I'm like, no, girls don't work in the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just don't do that. Yeah, yeah. And um, so all of a sudden I'm driving out with a new career. Mm -hmm. Like it was completely life changing. So another episode of Adversity Kings, we have special guest, Amy, how do I pronounce the last name? Amy Godinez. Godinez. Yeah. What nationality is that? So I'm a little bit of a mix of everything. I'm Italian, German, okay. Mexican. Okay, let's <laughs> Bohemian. go. Bohemian, so I'm a little bit everything. Yeah, a little yeah. bit everything. Yeah. Awesome. So I was reading a little bit on your on your story, getting into the car industry, top top um, sales manager at what, where, what was it originally? So it, it's kind of crazy how I even like evolved into like the exotic world. And yeah. So when I first started, I, was, I mean, I was like 20 years old. Yeah. Had nowhere, like I had nothing with my life. Like, what am I doing? But you bought a Challenger, was <laughs> so it? So I started working as uh, a jewelry manager. Oh, very okay. yes, young, yes. Very young. Yes. And my family's always loved cars and... Obviously, I'm gonna love cars. Yes, it's in my blood, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so then I'm like, I wanted, you know, a Dodge Challenger. Yes. RT. I didn't do anything crazy. I mean, I was still young. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna get like a Hellcat or yeah. Demon or anything. And I go into my local Jeep dealership, and I'm like, Yeah, I just need to get a oil change. Mm -hmm. Talk to the manager. He's like, You need to come work for us. Yeah. And I'm like, No, girls don't work in the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just don't do that. Yeah, yeah. And um, so all of a sudden, I'm driving out with a new career. Mm -hmm. Like it was completely life changing. And I stayed with them for like five years. Top salesperson, month in, month out, five years in a row. Um, really a good atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And then a buddy of mine was like, hey, I'm working at the Maserati dealership. So I was like, okay, I'm like, that's cool. And he's like, come work for me. I'm like, really? I'm like, me at a Maserati? Like, this is a yeah. big deal for me, right? So I go work with him and loved it. This yeah. was like completely different feel, different vibe, a little bit slower pace. Like in a Jeep store, you're pushing out so many cars. Yeah. <laughs> like, unreal. Like, they sold maybe like 250 a month, every every month. And when I went to the Maserati dealership, it was like maybe 80 to 100 cars a month yeah so i was like what do i do yeah. <laughs> and i took some time off i i left the car dealership and i i went back to jewelry you know it's like mm -hmm. a sweet spot of mine right yeah and all of a sudden i get this phone call and they're like hey you know this is ferrari in hensdale we saw your linkedin we love like what we read would you would you want to come in for an interview yeah I literally like I looked around. I'm like, is it a prank? Is this a prank? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, is this for real? So I'm like, I go in. I'm like, oh, no, this is for real. Yeah. <laughs> and I stayed with those guys for two years. Amazing people. I still yeah. talk to them to this day. And my mentality, like I'm such a go getter. I always want to like I see ahead of the future, like what's yeah. happening? You know, how am I going to succeed? You know, I, am I ever going to own a building like this? Probably not. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy working, you know, doing something like that. Yeah. And um, so I had an opportunity to go to the Aston Martin store. I've been a Maserati ambassador for like six years. That's what sold me on this career. 
because I, I grew up very broke and then I started in Pittsburgh. So that's mm -hmm. where my partner, he was, he's who I started for. So he was the owner out in Pittsburgh, he still is. And he, there was a Gran Turismo. I want to say, my, my, is that oh, the coupe? Oh, sound amazing. Sounded phenomenal. Yes. But coming from nothing and then my interview was five minutes in an office and then 10 minutes in a Gran Turismo, I was sold <laughs> on the insurance, the, like the opportunity and everything like that. They're yeah. like, yeah, you can come here and make six figures and you'll drive a Maserati. They're, I don't know what it is about our, like they love Maserati. So yeah. over time, I've kind of strayed from, I don't, I don't really <laughs> like them that much, but it's, it's still, a it's, it's a yeah. nice, it's still a nice car. It's still yeah. definitely a luxury car. Um, so I continued to work with Aston Martin. They okay. actually bought Maserati from the Ferrari dealership. Oh, wow. So Maserati separated from the, the, Ferrari, the Ferrari store. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, maybe I can be a finance manager. Yeah. You know, sit behind a desk, yeah, yeah. just write things off. My mind is that of like a finance manager. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little boring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great money, but a um, little different aspect. I love people. I love talking mm -hmm. to people, being on that other side of you know, the desk. Yeah. And so I stayed with Aston Martin for like four years and great opportunity. I blossomed so much bigger there. Just, you know, um, going to events, going to rallies, going yeah. to St. Louis. They have a European car event out there and uh, things just kind of changed. I had a baby. Mm -hmm. So I have a 14 month old baby girl. So I Let's took go. some Congrats. time. Thank you. Yes. I uh, took a year off from work, raised yeah. my baby girl, right? Yes. And then I'm at a, a polo event in Oak Brook. Okay. So one of my clients, you know, he invited me. He's like, hey, you know, do you want to come to this event? Absolutely. I like stuff like this. Yeah. <laughs> and I go in, you know, I know so many people. Like the horse polo? The Someone the was just telling polo. me about yeah. that, that it's local. I don't know who was telling me. I was at a it's dinner. It's a great event. So they have uh, horses and horse power. I don't think I believed them. Yeah, it's it's very fun. Yeah, I didn't believe there was like <laughs> polo around here. Huh? It was on the podcast. We talked about it on the podcast. Who did we talk to the, about the polo? Was it Mahmood? I think it was. Maybe no, it was. No, probably, no? I probably know one of them. We were talking about yeah, we were talking about because I grew up riding horses, so we no. we. But it was not polo. It was I grew up in the south. No, I grew but up that's in Arkansas. Still a lot. Like, yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> I like horses, but I, I don't know. So you're the polo event. Right. So I go in and. You know, just talking with everybody, they're like, oh, hey, Amy, yeah. you know, what's, you've been out of the car scene for a minute. And I'm like, well, I had a little baby. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like a few weeks later, um, this gentleman at the Lamborghini store reaches out to me on my Instagram. Yeah. And he's like, hey, do you know anybody that wants to work at this location? And I was like, I'm like, maybe it's time to get back. In. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And again, I'm like, is this happening all over again? Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. And uh, so I said yes. Okay. So like, how long have you been at, is it Perillo? It's Perillo Lamborghini Bentley. Okay. Yeah. And is that Downers Grove? Downers Grove. That's the one with the gates. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We get yeah. a lot of um, car spotter people that came in. Yeah. You know, so it's pretty exciting. And I just started working with them maybe like six, seven months ago. Okay. So, but they've been great. I mean, yeah. hands down, they care about their clients so much. Like it's on yes. a, another level. Did they do the Countach reveal? Was that... Three. three. Oh my God, we had not one, not two, but three. How many of those were even made? 112. Okay, and so the those world were. Is such a big deal. So those were more so just displayed. Did three? Were they bought? Were all three bought here by somebody in Illinois? Yeah. So they're Same all pre-sold orders. Okay. So you have to get on a special list. Yes. You have to have a collection. Okay. You know, it's not as tight as like 
ordering a special car through Ferrari, but Lamborghini, like, they want somebody who's going to treasure it and yeah. actually appreciate it, not just try to flip it and make money. Allocations, is that when the allocation goes in through... This was two years ago. Two years ago. <laughs> These clients have been waiting that long for this car to come in. <laughs> I forget what my buddy got, and I know he's on a wait list, but he worked his, he worked his way up. But Because I've been oh. trying to get... So my... my the Essentially, prior to the car that I have, I have a Black Widow right now, so eighty something thousand. It's a nice truck. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a decent cool truck. Car. But the yeah. reason I got it strategically because I had a two Jaguars prior to the truck. I had an F Type and an XFS, but I wanted to just jump straight into a six figure plus car. And they said the credit was good, everything was good, but I didn't have um, history on like a more expensive loan. So there's they said, a lot of variables that go in that. With buying a more expensive car, I didn't realize that they're like. You need to go have six plus months or twelve months on an even more expensive car, like an right. eighty or ninety thousand. Building your yes. credit, right? Like, say you buy an eighty thousand dollar car now. What if you want a hundred thousand dollar car? Yes. You know, so it, I mean, some of our clients they pay cash for. A That's what. The, so I went to Chicago Motor Cars and I would look around Love there, and he's guys. like, yes. and they'd be like, well, some of the people will come in here on like SVJs and they'll have like half like 500,000 they'll have like cash ready to go yeah. I'm like well that's that's still you know a couple couple years away but yeah. that's definitely definitely aspired to be in that position to do that but also it's just from the way they were explaining it, it's like going from if you've got a 50 or 60 thousand dollar car now and jumping into a 200 250 thousand it might be a little we harder live in a world of credit you know? yes like you want to buy a house you want to buy a car you just can't pay cash for these things. Yes. I mean, you can. Kudos to you. Like, yes. on the back. But. Yeah, but everybody else, it's like yeah. they've got to leverage the credit and different things like that. But that was that was cool to learn. But I know he's on some wait list a year thing. But one thing I wanted to ask you about was, I want to say, is it called the Staccato? It looks like an off-road Lamborghini. Storato. Yes. We are sold out. Oh, my God. You guys already sold out of it? Everything. Them? We're sold out of the Technica, the Storato. Yeah? The How many were? The Aventador. Like, we're not supposed to talk about yeah. it. Like, that's been sold out like last year. So how many Storados were allocated to? They don't give us. The they don't even say. Mm -mm. Wow. And you you were just selling them like, like via catalog or did, was there one? It, it's in the store? craziest thing I've never seen. This cause Lamborghini is like a whole different world, you know. Like yeah. The people that buy these, they are, I mean, gung ho about this brand, right? So yes. it doesn't matter like when it's gonna come out. They know it's gonna take like a year, maybe a year and a half. Yeah. And if they even hear like a whisper about like the next model coming out, they're putting a deposit like, get me on that list yes. right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's insane to me. That's yeah. absolutely insane. So I, you've been working there six or seven months. What is, which I guess it's hard to necessarily say, but I'm a big vision board. Like what do the next five to 10 years look like? What's that look like for you? For me, I, I'm home. Like, okay. I'm not going anywhere. Like, yeah. this is, like, the best place I've ever worked for. The people are amazing. Um, and it's really just building your clientele list. You yeah. know, like, I've already established myself pretty well, where even from, you know, the Maserati store, the Ferrari store, the Aston yeah. store, those clients, they're not just clients anymore. You know, these are yeah. my friends. Yeah. You know, I can call them up like, hey, happy birthday. Like, how's the little one? Yeah. It's like, so you, you build that rapport and, you know, they're your go-to people. Like, I just had somebody where I'm like, I had one opening for a Lamborghini Urus. It's mm -hmm. Performante. Very rare, limited. Yeah. And I have, I have one left, right? Yeah. I call my friends. I'm like, hey, who do you know that wants this? Literally, they're getting on the phone, sold within like 10 minutes. Jeez. Mm-hmm. 
So, it, I mean, I'm not worried about the future. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just going to grow even bigger. Yeah. So. It's crazy in, in the more, I guess, luxury side of things where, I guess, perceptionally, it seems like there's more of a limited supply, but the demand is so incredible where it's like, That's when you're selling Toyotas, <laughs> I feel like sometimes it's like, oh my God, I've never sold cars, but I, I know from individuals that have worked here that have mm -hmm. sold cars, it's kind of like, yeah, they're coming in, they're looking, do they have the finances? Maybe not all the time. They don't have the credit there. When you're, when it's like Lamborghinis, it's like, well, it's the, what are they famously quoted for saying? Well, we don't have commercials because our clients don't watch TV or something. <laughs> so, and it's like, when when it comes to you know buying high end things in life, these people they got their money and everything together, and they're ready. They they're ready to rock. They they're like us, yeah. like one hundred percent started from the bottom. Like yes, they've grown, they've established themselves. Yes, they know what it feels like to not have anything. Oh my God, yes, so and it makes so it sweeter. Appreciative, you know. It's, yeah, it's really. There's one guy I follow that has a massive car collection. I don't know if he's done any business with you. And I'm trying Ooh. to get him on the podcast. I'm like, who? So Steve Hamilton, the Hamilton collection. Yeah. Everybody Ma thought one of the Coons hashes was his. Yeah, not. So I have people messaging me. They're like, is it Hamilton's collection? I was like, no. The boys were just here taking pictures. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But um, But he's a really down-to-earth guy. Massive car collection. And we'll have conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah. On social media, different things like that. He's been very encouraging. And uh, just the humility he also displays too. I don't, I, I don't know. You typically sometimes you don't see that, but at, at the same time, like you said, the people dealing with you know the luxury side of things, they are down to earth ninety percent of the time. It, I heard today earlier in a podcast, wealth and non wealth. Wealth is just an amplifier of who you are. You know what I mean? So if you're a bad person, it's just going to amplify yeah. you being a bad person. If you're a good person, it's just going to amplify you being a good person. Yeah, as well. I mean, we see a little bit of everything, but mo majority of it is amazing people. Like, I, I never have really met, like, an awful, awful person. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I'm, like, so bubbly on one side. I'm, like, I can't, like, yeah. have anybody hate me. <laughs> yes, yeah. But, What's um, your favorite Lamborghini? Oh, my gosh. Um, probably the SVJ. Yes, I love the SVJs. We have one that's in consignment right now, and it is this beautiful blue-rich color. Yeah. Carbon fiber everywhere. It's going for, like, 1.2. Oh, Yeah. And Easily. now, is that the MSRP or is that? No, because the I heard they're is not like six, seven hundred. Yeah, I heard like they're not like they aren't the MSRP. Like the MSRP might be seven hundred, eight, whatever it might be, but like it'll be um, because the that's the market. You can't. The they don't bank make will it only loan you so much, right? The person that's gonna buy that is not looking. To no, <laughs> no, that's that's what Chicago Motor Cars is telling me. They're like somebody buying an SVJ is putting three hundred, four hundred. Yeah. Like they're, they got to have three hundred, four hundred something yeah. like that. I'm like. Yikes, let's go. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it's a little house. It's crazy when, when you look at these cars, but then you're like, oh, they have like $10, 15000000 million house. Like, yeah. They have this huge yacht. You know, they have their own collections too. Yes. So it's crazy to see what type of people. You know, we get football players. We get yeah. uh, Instagrammers. We've got doctors, lawyers. And then we have like the startup guy that, or woman, that yes. come in and you know let's go girls yeah I know. there's more girls <laughs> yes. out there than you think you'd be surprised the girls crush it in the insurance industry especially now that it's a virtual world because when i first started it was door to door house to house so you i know, couldn't even imagine that. there's some weird people yeah. out there you know what i mean but now virtual it's like you know we're you know dealing doing business or something like that it's like you have a nice young lady or you got some brute on the phone it's like i'm gonna choose the nice the nice lady and you know how to talk to people yes and product knowledge. Yeah, that's, that's so huge. huge. So huge. huge. Yeah. I try to emphasize that, and I think I got to do a better job that with with our people. No, they suck at it. Like, well, <laughs> our demographic is 
we're recruiting because I, you know, your prime market with with this is like 18 to 22, like that high yeah. school graduate to college. Because getting into 100% commission, I'm looking for someone that doesn't have kids or a spouse or something like that. Reason being is 24. You're 24 seven to start get, them young. Yes. And mold them just the way that you need them. Yes. We're like sponges, yes. right? So if you're young, you don't know any better. Yeah. Sometimes it's like the old saying, they say like, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Yeah. Right? So same thing with anything. It's like, yeah. they're set in their ways of, you know, they're done, like used to doing things like how they've always done it. But if yeah. you're young, you have such a different mindset to go, okay, well, this is, this is how it's going to be done. How can I make this better? And then just go from there. Yeah. You know? A thousand percent. Yeah thousand percent some of them are just kind of closed-minded when it comes to like hey i think a huge thing is just google like just google it youtube it you know what i mean for Everybody your product Googles knowledge everything so i sold a corvette yeah. uh, today c8 and i don't you know that's not my forte i'll sell whatever yeah <laughs> but i didn't know how to put the top down <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I was like, oh my god so me and my client were like google <laughs> yeah just gonna google it yeah yeah so it was you know it's just right there at your fingertips but I think it was last spring, because I've, I've been in the area now two plus years. I saw a gold, back to the SVJs. I saw a gold SVJ around here. You're obsessed with the SVJs. Obsessed. I'm obsessed <laughs> with the SVJs, but I know that's that's a couple couple years. I want to do, we were looking at, I think your website, some of my guys were coming up to me and said, you could probably do this. I think you guys had some 2017, 2018 older model Lamborghinis, probably mm -hmm. Huracan, something like that too. That's. I think that'll be my next next. Or even hopefully, an some. Oh, I don't know. Base model Aventador. I heard they're still probably three hundred, four hundred. I think the I could. The last one I sold it was a Pirelli edition, and and it's funny because like I've this has happened so many times. Somebody's in for service, yeah. and you know they're just walking around in the showroom, and I'm just people person. I'll just talk to anybody. Yeah. And next thing I know, I'm selling. The, the Aventador that's in my showroom. Yeah. It's like $600,000. Yeah, see, even the baseball <laughs> Aventador. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, did this just happen? Yeah. I'm like, cool. I'm like, when are we delivering it? <laughs> you know? Yes. But yeah, so they, they range differently. I mean, you can find some that may be in that $400,000 range, but there's also variables with that. You know, what kind of paint job, how many miles, Yeah. how many owners, what's the history on it? Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I was I was also curious in regard to in Illinois do because I know there's tax credits. Does it vary per state in regard to how the tax credits work? It does. So, so Illinois, like a few years ago, was awful. They they changed it where you weren't getting a hundred percent of your tax savings. Okay. So say if you have a vehicle worth this much, say a hundred thousand dollars, and you're trading in a vehicle, you know, for fifty thousand we're not getting credit for that whole 50. Yeah. And it was down to like 10,000. Wow. And I'm like, oh my God, that's going to be $1,000 in taxes. Yeah. Like just like gone. gone. Yeah. yeah. So they just switched that over, um, I think probably like two years, two years ago. And for our big clients that are, you know, have a $300,000 car or yeah. $400,000 car, they're losing all that tax savings. <laughs> So, so what, what's the percentage now for tax saving? Wise? No, they, they get a full 100%. They get a full 100%. Yeah. So if you were to, if they were to take, um, you know, take one of their Lamborghinis or whatever, and they're valued at 300000 and roll it into a 600000 would they get the credit for the whole 300000 Well, if their vehicle's worth, you know, 300000 Okay, whatever the, okay, the value is. So the if the value is 300000 
then they're only paying taxes on the, the three hundred thousand dollar difference. Difference. Okay. Correct. And is it is there a set percentage or it depends on their like income bracket? No. Like tax wise. Is there a set I mean you, like Illinois there's seven percent, okay. nine and a half percent for Chicago. So it just depends. Yeah, I was gonna say the city I think is a little high. Oh, it's, it's a little higher because yeah. I remember being at Louis in the city and they told me just go to the suburbs, you'll save a couple percent. No, oh, but if your driver's license is registered for Chicago, you're paying Chicago taxes. Mine's Pennsylvania. Oh, so you're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's sweet. That's, That's funny that you you know, I just it just occurred to me. So when I was at Aston I sold this young 19-year-old kid that was doing insurance. Yeah. Very well off. Like, yes. he did phenomenal. He came from Pennsylvania. Wow. Mm-hmm. And he bought a uh, 9-11. Yeah. He bought a 9-11. Wait. No, I do. That's He bought a white one. Yes. He Yeah, it's my partner. No. Like, he's, like a, he's like a little junior partner of ours. Yeah, I and then he bought a, a red Jaguar for me. Yes. Yeah, so he's going to be looking to get something here. He His next car also wants to. I was just going to text him. He wants like to do a Lamborghini day. next. So he should make a lot of money this, this month. I don't want to say his name. Was this is him. Robert. His name's Rob. Yeah, yeah, this is him. So. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I recruited him into the insurance industry about three years ago, and he's my, my top dog. Amazing kid. Yeah, really good Amazing kid. Amazing kid. Yep. I told him, I'm like, I'm so proud of you. I'm like, if I was your mom, because I could be his mom. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I was just going to reach out to him, but yeah. I have to be careful because when I left Aston Martin, I did not compete. Yeah. So. The insurance industry works the same exact way. So when people go to other insurance companies, they, they have a non-compete with us. California is probably the worst with the non-compete. <laughs> Time's up. No, that, <laughs> that's my that's my food uh, alarm. Oh, California with funny. the California's weird with the insurance too. Like what's hard? I don't, I think it's more pertaining to our franchise, mm. um, where they essentially have like set regulations in regard to what states we can rec we can pretty much work any state except for California and New York, yeah. which are like really big big states. So it's they like, do that on purpose. Yeah, I know. They know they're like know. you're gonna get even bigger. <laughs> Take our clients. <laughs> And what's, what's funny is if, if the people that are in California or New York, they can work their state plus everybody else's state. Crazy. So it's, yeah, like it's like, just stay in your here. state. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Small world, though. Yes. Really yeah. small world. And this will, <laughs> it's exciting, too, because we're only two or three years in the business, and I'm excited to see what the future is going to hold, and I feel like there's going to be a, a, our culture, it typically reflects the face of the, the leader and oh, the leadership yeah. core, and we love Lamborghinis. Now it's just more so because I think the I'm probably one of the oldest and I'm 24, so I'm still building. Still, yeah, I yeah. started building my credit at 18. Nobody told me about credit at eight, you know I mean, 18 years either. old. Nobody yeah. You know, you can change your credit within six months. So, exactly, yeah. exactly. So the credit history, credit depth, and different things like that, but I, I definitely see – we have one kid that has an I-8 right now. So we have an I-8, a Jaguar. Um, I, I like my Black Widow. I was going to get a TRX. Yeah. But they told me it was the number one most stolen engine. They were like, don't don't get the Hellcat the engine. Hellcat, yeah. Yeah, they were like, don't get the Hellcat engine. And I was like, now I go to look at them because I, I was going to swap for a TRX. I was like, you know what, I don't care. And then I, I took it back to the dealership, and I think I've got twenty five thirty thousand 30000 of equity into it. It was like an eighty ninety thousand $90,000 loan, MSRP, whatever mm -hmm. it was. And I'm looking, and I'm like, how is mine have less miles than there was another Black Widow and another TRX, and they were both – MSRP'd for more, and they were older versions. And I'm like, how is the car market doing right now for cars 85,000, 80,000 and above? So we've seen, I mean, COVID really ran amok on the whole car industry. Yeah, I'm like, do I, I go I mean, get one Telluride, now? I mean, ride they were going for like 20 over a sticker. I'm like, it's a Kia, like what's happening here? Yes. I'm like, these people are gonna trade it in in the next two years, and it's gonna be awful. Yeah. Because eventually it's gonna come back down. Yeah. 
So we've had a little bit of a price adjustment with a lot of cars. Even like Mercedes, the G-Wagons, they were 150 over MSRP. And you, they were like the G-Wagon's so, crazy. Like, so insane. I feel like and every mom in Illinois has a G-Wagon. That's a cool thing to have. It is. Yeah, <laughs> it I see it. like Range Rover first. That yeah. was like the G-Wagons. And um, so they've come down a little bit like 50 over MSRP. So that's oh, a little that's, bit. Yeah, it's a little bit. Still like, <laughs> Do you think it'll continue to like roller coaster? Will it keep coming down? Like, It's going to be a little while. Yeah? It's still going to be a little while. I mean, so should people hold off from buying? No, don't. <laughs> I mean, rates are super crazy right now. Yeah. It hasn't really stopped anybody. It's, it's hard when you're so used to having like uh, a 4% rate and now it's like 8 Okay. Is you that know, like the average? It's kind of average, like yeah. eight, nine. And it's just the mortgage rates are the same way. Yes. You know, they're they're like eight, nine percent for mortgage rates. Yes. They were two point four nine like a few years ago. Yeah. So having those clients that have that already, they're like, Well, I don't want to pay that much more. So yeah. it's definitely put a little bit of a, a backpedal on some of the clients. People are gonna still buy cars. It's yeah. a necessity. And it, some of them are wants, you know, just because they want it, they're yeah. gonna get it. So Lamborghini, those are wants. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But. Absolutely. Now, are you into, or do you guys ever uh, filter through any supercars or anything such as like, like I think of, I, I always mispronounce it, but like my ultimate dream car is a uh, Konegseg. Konegseg. Yes. I can't even say it all the I, time. I'm like, I just people, kind of mumble yeah, it. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, people correct me, and I'm like, oh, Pagani's, Bugattis, yes. and stuff. Um, Every now and then, you know, yeah. we move them pretty quickly. We have very specific buyers that would buy something. And again, it's that clientele know who, yeah. who would want it. Um, like same thing, the gentleman that has one of the Countach's, if it's a specific color, certain, you know, maker model, he's, he's picking it up. Yeah. Like right away. Now, do you find will with your clients, because with our with our uh, younger culture, we're always doing like wraps and modifications. But I, I've heard stories of like Ferrari will like not let you get like allocations if you modify the Ferraris too much. That's why I said Ferrari is a little bit stricter on certain things. Like yeah, they they will blacklist you if you get a specialty car and you sell it within like less than six months. Yeah, you won't be able to get at any allocations ever again. Yeah. <laughs> they will blacklist you. Yeah, um, I was just watching on Instagram. This one guy who was off-roading in, I think it was like a 296. Okay. And I'm like, oh my God, he's going to get blacklisted on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> they were very like specific, like how you represent their their vehicle. Um, Lamborghini is a little bit different. You know, they like um, the advertisement, but obviously they don't want like major modifications. It'll ruin the warranty. So um, if you wrap a Lamborghini, does it? It's okay. It's okay. Any, any engine modifications. Yeah. The no-go. Does that include, like, exhaust, like if you were to straight pipe? Um, depending if, like, you get rid of, like, I'm, I'm just going to say keep the keep everything original keep until, yeah. like, it's out of warranty. Yes. Then you do whatever you want with it. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. What's the, what's the typical, like, maintenance? You know, is it every quarter? Does it depend um, on how you drive it? I mean, you can bring it in once every year because a lot of people don't put a lot of miles Yeah, on not it. racking miles um, on it. <laughs> But we see a lot of times, you know, you're changing out the tires all the time. If you're tracking it, your tires and your brakes are going to get worn very quickly. Yeah. And I was just on a test ride today, and my client looks at me. He goes, 
did they track this car? Yeah. Because that's always a concern, you know. How hard was it driven? Yeah. But at the same time, these cars are meant to be driven hard. Yeah. You have to drive them. Yeah. But, um, you know, as far as maintenance, it's an expensive vehicle. So yeah. it's going to be more than, than anything you normally have. You know, yeah. It's not like a Chevy. It's not like <laughs> it's expensive. No, I can imagine. Yeah. I've, he- I've heard uh, some of the Bugattis. It's like, I think Steven did something on it. It was like yeah, 80000 yeah. or something. Like, like just for like your typical, I don't know if it was semi-annual maintenance or something like that, like your oil and whatever. But it's like you're, you're you got the most high-end vehicle, so what do you expect? Yeah, you, pre- you pay premium. You pay a premium price, you're going to pay premium like yes. maintenance. Um, one thing I, I did realize, like selling Ferraris, even like the older models, um, you know, I think it was anything like 1995 and, and back, um, even for an oil change, like you're buying a, maybe like an $80,000 Ferrari, maybe 100000 but the maintenance, if you have to pull the engine out of it, that's ten grand right there. Yeah. Like easily for an oil change. Yeah. <laughs> so people are like, oh my God, I got my Ferrari for the first time. I didn't spend anything crazy. But it's the maintenance that really is the kicker. My my buddy did something to the engine in his McLaren and it was outside of warranty. And it was like sixty grand. Oh, I don't know what he had to do. It was a, <laughs> a whole I, new engine. I don't know. Basically, <laughs> I wanna say he like it, I'm making it sound minor. I, I wanna say he like Oh, blew, I'm like that's pretty major. He blew something. <laughs> something got blown. Yeah, um, but I know they're. I don't, it's well, really hard to break those. Like everybody, like was so worried with the paddle shifters. Yeah, some people don't know how to drive with paddle shifters. Yeah, <laughs> which is fine because I've taught a lot of people. And I'm glad I got um, that out of the way with like the F type. So like when <laughs> I get into like, because I think I definitely beat that up a little yeah. bit. Yeah, no, it's really hard to break them, but um, they do have little safety features where the engine will shut off. Yeah. Like if you're redlining and you don't realize that you're redlining. I did that twice in the F type, like real quick, like really oh like where it just over. I'm like, <laughs> it just switched into like back into, I was like, Oh shit, what happened? Yeah. But it, it would, it would always be like if the road was like a little too wet and I just didn't know it was, it was like slipping or something. Mm-hmm. So the paddle shifters are yeah, definitely clutch. Um, you know, some of the vehicles, you have to drive with the paddle shifters. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's just the way that it is. Yeah. Like, they do have, like, auto options. But I'm like, that's no fun. No. Like, drive the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I want to backtrack a little bit. What was growing up for you like? Um, I don't know. You know, I, like, I was a really... I, I have a younger sister. I have an older brother. And grew up in Cicero. It was like a... And not like the best area, but it was a little bit. I mean, there was gangs and stuff, so yeah. it was not like, not like out suburbs like out here. So, yeah. um, very quiet. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of like I just always wanted to be something. I wanted to do something, and uh, I ended up getting into like uh, a beauty pageant when I was like sixteen. Okay. And I was like, I got this. You yeah. know, this is really cool. And my family helped me out, and they basically, you know, they sponsored me, got me in, and something happened right before the day that I was supposed to go out to, like, the pageant. Yeah. And I never did it. <laughs> so I was like, that, that was, like, my hopes and dreams. I was like, yeah. it's going to be a beauty pageant, girl. <laughs> and it didn't stop me, though. You know, like, I just knew I wanted to do something with my life, and no matter what it was going to be. Yeah. So eventually got out of high school, straight into college. 
I got into modeling agency. Turns out it was a fraud agency. Wow. You live and you learn, right? Yeah. Don't be gullible out there. And do your due diligence, check backgrounds, do a lot of <laughs> Google. <laughs> but, um, and then I ended up living on my own after 18. Okay. It's a long story with that. My dad kind of just pushed me out. It was just like. Yeah, figure it out. Figure it out. And I'm like, I'm 18. Like, what am I going to do like with yeah. my life? And I ended up living with my grandmother for a little bit. So that was pretty amazing. She's a really good woman. She passed away already a few years back. But. Um, I think it just kind of helped me lead who I was going to be and just yeah. made me get a little bit stronger and more confident who I am. Yeah. And uh, 20 years old, I am, I'm looking in the mall. I'm like, I need a job. You know, I was working at Jewel. Yeah. And, you know, who like 18 years old, who, what's your first job, right? Yeah. <laughs> Life insurance. Sure, yeah, but, I was going to say. But before that, I was at UPS. I was, yeah. I was a... That was horrible. It was the worst job. But it, like I look back and everybody, I'm like, what is your first job? Yeah. You know, I was uh, like my very first job. I was um, a lifeguard. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it's cool. You know, I'm in high school. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm doing. And when I went at like 20 and I'm going literally from store to store looking for a job, I'm like, I need something cool. This woman in this jewelry store looks at me. I'll never forget her, Cassie. She's like there's something about you. She's like, I like you. Yeah. And she's like, you're going to be my, my office manager. I'm like, I don't have any experience. <laughs> like, yeah. You want me to be an office manager? And because she believed in me, that's what helped. You know, that's awesome. It, it, you got to have that one person who's just going to like believe in you, push you. And that's where I just kind of just grew myself. I mean, like truly. Would you say she was one of the most influential people Absolutely. for you kind of growing up? Yeah. Sometimes I always wonder, I'm like, whatever happened to her? You know, I lost contact with her. Yeah. But I was like, I just want to tell her thank you. Is that who, like, who were you closest with, like, in, in the process of you becoming who you are today? Like, growing up and everything like that, would would she be one of the... She would be. Yeah? Yeah, she was probably the hardest person on me, like, yeah. yelled at me every day. <laughs> but, you know, I would take it and I'm like, okay, like... Yeah. If I if I did something wrong, tell me I did something wrong. Mm -hmm. How am I gonna like get better? Yeah, that was my mentality. How am I gonna get, get better? Yeah. So. And then, who would you say you're closest with today? Like, who's like that that person that supports you, that encourages you, and just. Oh my gosh! I mean, there's there's so many people. You know, I I'm really close to my family. We still have like family get-togethers all the time. Yeah. Me throwing Thanksgiving or Christmas. I love to cook. Like, yeah. that's my thing. My sister cannot cook. Yeah. <laughs> she does not love to cook. But I feel like le like less and less today. People in general can't cook. I feel like just just in general. But uh, I think that's that's like a long lost forgotten is. skill. Yeah. There, because there's so much great food out there. You could just pick up the phone, call it. Or, yeah. you know, there's so many restaurants out there. And Chicago probably has, like, one of the best, like, yeah, food scenes. My favorite, like I've gone to Florida, I've gone to California. I'm like, no, Chicago home, yeah. like, like the best food ever. Yes. So. What's your favorite restaurant? We'll subtopic real oh quick. Oh my gosh. Um, there's so many to pick from. There is. You know, there's like little, I love sushi. Yeah. So there's this great place out in Darien, Aodoki. Okay. Amazing. Like is that in the city? No, it's like maybe 20 minutes away from here. Aodoki, Darien. It's really good. Um, Obviously, Gibson's my favorite. The one out Oak here? Oak Brook. Yeah. Oak Brook. Yeah. That and one's good. It, and it's funny because I used to go there like every weekend. And 
there was this, uh, I'm sure she's probably still there, um, but this one ra- waitress, every time I would come in, she would just be like, she's always happy yeah. and just like, Jackie, that's Jackie. And uh, she's like, Amy, oh my God, big yeah, yeah. hug, you know? So it's like, it's the people that are there. She she knows my food. She's yeah. like always on top of things, so. How do you spell yeah. this Aodoki? Oh God, A-O-D-O-K-E. Okay, I see Aodoki, it. yeah. I was like, I'm under pressure here. <laughs> How do you spell it? This looks good. It's very good, yeah. And it's so small. They have a little hibachi table in there. Yeah. A couple of them. Um, reasonably priced, but the slices of sushi, I mean, they're like thick pieces, like a good amount. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a good spot. Now, are you? Just, is there any other, like, do you like steak, seafood, or anything like that? Or are you mainly um, just like sushi? I mean, that's why I like Gibson's. Gibson's okay, Gibson's hands your down, like steak is yes. great. Um, have you ever had Capitol Grill? Yes, I, I like, have. I like Capitol Grill over over the Gibson's. Prime and Schaumburg. Prime Italian, and Schaumburg. Italian Prime. We were just out there for an event. We were going to go there, but I think it was closing. But is that good? Amazing. Go yeah. see Andy. He runs the place. Yeah. Amazing food, amazing atmosphere. Is he in the Lamborghinis? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. But a lot of like the CMC guys go out there. Yeah. So, um, but again, it's like when you know, uh, you know, you get that good vibe and it's just, yeah. you can walk in that, into the restaurant, somebody knows your name. It's a good feeling. It's yeah, like yeah. cheers or something. You're probably too young for that. <laughs> in regard to what? Cheers. Like, cheers? yeah, you don't know what cheers no, is. <laughs> I don't know. I know you, told, you don't know what cheers is. Everybody knows What's your cheers? name. It's like an old TV show where it's like this uh, bar with like Woody Harrelson and... I was just watching an interview with Woody Harrelson today. Really? Yeah. He's a pretty cool guy. I like him a lot. I've never met him in person. Yeah. Yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got a funny movie with Kevin Hart out on Netflix. Kevin Hart is hilarious. They're hilarious. To get, the movie's phenomenal. I, I, what is it called? Let me look it up because it'll bother me not knowing. I low-key want to watch it again now. Kevin Hart. It is The Man from Toronto. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, that was a funny movie. Sometimes I have to watch movies a second time over. Yes. I have, like, the worst ADDs. Yeah. <laughs> I'll watch something, and then I'm, like, off around on my phone, and I'm like, what just happened? Yes. And everybody makes fun of me because I have, like, the, the captions on the bottom of my TV. Yeah. I'm like, because if I'm, like, not, like, really paying attention, yeah, I'm, like, good. reading. Yeah. <laughs> so. Absolutely. So, other questions. I think we're on movies right now, so let's ask, what's your favorite movie? Oh, my gosh. Or maybe um, two or three. I don't know. What, which one did I just watch? Um, there's too many. Because, like, when I get home, like, my life revolves around, like, you know, pick up my daughter, get home, clean up. I have a husky and a Maltese. Yeah. And my husky's going through his second, hair, like, shedding. Oh, God. His winter shedding. And... I don't like I love huskies, but I don't know if I'll get another husky. Yeah, <laughs> I vacuumed like three times over. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I couldn't do so that. So I very like it's minimal time. Like either I'll do like a series or, you know, whatever's on Netflix. Like, yeah. what have I gone through? Some documentaries, comedies. So Is there anything that stood out to you? That's like, oh, I love that. I can do it again. Show, series, no. nothing. <laughs> What do you like to do then outside of the Husky, your daughter, Um, work? Is there any hobbies or anything? I mean, so I have a 19-year-old. Okay. So I have a 19-year-old, one-year-old. And and I'm so proud of him, too. So. What's he do? He is working at my old dealership, at the Jeep dealership. Okay. 
and he's so brilliant. Like he can take things apart and put them back together. So yeah. he's, he's been doing like these hobbies, working on um, lawnmowers. Okay. So that's kind of like where it blossomed. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I was like, you're really smart. I'm like, maybe you be an engineer. School is not his thing. Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, find a trade. Like, you'll figure it out. You know, college yeah, yeah. is really difficult to like narrow in, figure out what you want to do with life. Right. Yeah. And um, so we're talking. So now he works at the Quick Lube mm-hmm. and he's moving up to be a mechanic. Okay. So I was like, awesome. I'm like, get your toes wet. And yeah. I'm like, eventually you can go work into like Highline Luxury or something. You know, yeah. be at Aston Martin, Ferrari, Lamborghini with mom. Yeah. yeah. Right, and um, so with him, like me and him would go hiking everywhere. Like mm-hmm. I'm a very nature kind of person, so yeah. if I got to drive five hours to Ohio, find like waterfalls out there, like yeah. I'm going for it. So he just went to uh, down south in Illinois with his girlfriend. Yeah, and I was like, I'm kind of jealous. Like we don't do that anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm gonna be doing that with my baby girl. But yeah, yeah. I love road trips. Um, traveling, anything outdoorsy, which yeah. the weather's starting to turn a little bit, so that's me. But then at the same time, car event shows are going to be happening, and you'll see me at like multiple. Do you go to like cars and coffees or? Yeah, so there's rallies. Um, there was one last year that was pretty big with uh, CMC and CACW okay. at the Drake and Oak Brook. Yeah. Each year it's just gotten so big. So I think last year they had maybe like 200, 250 cars that came out. The year before was like maybe 150. Yeah. So it's expanded so much. So this year it's going to be at the Hilton. I'm definitely going to be there. Yeah. Is so. that the Hilton down in Chicago? No, in uh, Oak Brook. Oh. What, yeah. What is it? It's by my apartment. It's got the, the yeah. waterfront yeah, the in nice, there. The big entryway and everything. Yeah. It's a big Hilton. Is it like ni- people is it think nicer? like it's a Hilton. Yeah. No, it's nice. It's huge. It's nicer it's, than where I stay, the Westin. Yeah, are you Weston like? I say, yeah. Lum- the Weston and Lombard? Mm-hmm. How far is this? Um, it's like literally two minutes. Ten minutes? Yeah, it's oh. far. Five minutes from here. It's nicer than Weston? I'll send you the details. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like love hotels. <laughs> You're like plus one here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's tagging along this time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, this was dope. I can't think of anything else, and I'll try to ramble on, but. I don't want to draw it out too much. No, no, this has been really cool. That's why I was I was kind of flattered. I'm like, I've never done a podcast. Yeah, they're fun. It is, because yeah. you start talking about stuff, and I'm like, again, my ADD is yeah. off the chart. So I'll talk about multiple things. But, um, you know, when Dave reached out to me, I was like, really? I'm like, that's kind of cool. You know, let me check yes. it out and see, because I wanted to expand a little bit more. And maybe like start doing like YouTube's and things. We're like on the that. we're on the up and up. You know what I mean. A year ago we had a hundred subscribers. Now we have thirteen hundred, and uh, you know we've had a few viral TikTok videos, three million views, and I can't get in the TikTok thing. I've tried like the the revenue that you would. It's a lot of work. It's so much work. It's a lot it's of so work. Much. People realize that like, you need <laughs> you need like you need someone to like tackle it. So like yeah. Starla be my executive assistant and like managing my media as well. If I didn't have her, it would be a fraction of what it is. So it's like you, kinda, you have to constantly upload stuff. Oh, we like, upload three times a day. Like you have to put, you know, certain music on there. Yes. It has to be a certain length. I was yes. Like, There's a lot involved There's a lot. in that. I I have I hired a TikTok specialist. Just <gasps> just somebody that literally just basically just sends me what are the top sounds to I'm put like, on. That's how it is, though. Yes. I just started realizing this. So I was like, oh yes. my gosh. Yeah. So one of my clients. Um, 
he's like, maybe he's got like 50,000 followers. And I'm like, that's yeah. a good chunk. And I just looked at him like, how do you do it? Like, where did you like, how did you expand? He's like, you got to tag along to somebody that's really big already. And then from there, it's just like a chain reaction. Yes. I was like, I'm like, but I know people. I never really used people like that before. Yeah, so. no, that's huge. That's what we've been yeah. trying to capitalize on this year is try to get uh, more famous individuals kind of mm -hmm. associated with the podcast and, and just what we're pushing towards. So. Yeah, I mean, that's an amazing goal. It's like, yeah. I mean, in my industry, it's like who you know and like, oh, yeah. Do they know you? That's I'm, the most very important well part known of that. too. Yes. You know, there's yeah. not a lot of women in the, the car industry. It's just yeah. kind of crazy. Um, but there are some that have like just stuck it through. Yeah. I'll never forget like when I started working at the Jeep store, um, I quit like three months after. Yeah. It was, it was a pretty crazy story. <laughs> I feel like we miss out on a couple crazy stories. I'm like, uh, yeah. We're gonna have to run a, a second <laughs> a like, second this episode. Was pretty intense. <laughs> And everybody just kind of looked at me as I walked out. They're like, what happened? I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be talked to like that. Was it a like girl fight or was No, no. Just I'm normally, a, like, a I'm manager like, was disrespectful. Yeah. They Ooh, never yikes. had a woman work with them. And it was just. I almost fired this kid once. Because I grew up in the South where you don't, mm -hmm. you don't say derogatory things typically even around females. Like I remember being, like growing up like on a barn and like, they're, like swearing around females. Basically, you just get punched in the mouth. But I remember I had this kid, I was 20 years old, and we're in Nebraska, and she wasn't, this was my old assistant, but she wasn't my assistant at the time, and he had got upset with her, and I just hear him like, yell, bitch, and I'm like, <gasps> I'm, like I, I'm like, who is this guy talking to? And I took him outside, I was like, listen, if you ever disrespect her, or any female ever again, and, yeah. and call, like, I mean, like that could be somebody's sister, that could be your mom, right? Like, would you ever want somebody talking to them like that? Right. No? Right. <laughs> oh no, my God. Like, that, that can't fly, brother. Yeah. You know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna have an opportunity to work here, so, but that's, that's one thing that kind of I'm dumbfounded by, is like how sometimes, we, we talked, we have been talking about this recently, of like, hey, look, the guys can't talk like this, yeah. you know what I mean, so, and it, it's like uh, I don't know. There's there's no justification for it. You know what I mean. You just have you have respect for people in general. But yeah. I think there's still certain levels of like you'd be a little. I don't know. I think of it, I have a little sister. She works here as well. So I'm like, exactly. I wouldn't want but my I've little seen, sister to like, talk to so much. Like I've been doing this for like 12 years now, and you know from coworkers to customers, I've heard it all. Yes, I've heard it all. So. I just, certain things I run, you know, roll off my shoulder. I'm like, oh, whatever. You yeah. know, just, that's fine. But then other ones, I'm like. Yeah, there's certain lines you just don't cross. Yeah. yeah. That was one of the lines. The B like, word <laughs> is not, yeah, that's the line we don't. No, I, they call it, they told me I had thunder thighs. Oh, no. I was that's like, That's a line what? we don't cross. I'm like, yeah. why would you say that? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's a line we don't cross. Yeah. Um, shout outs. Social media for you. Where can people find you? They want to get a Lamborghini. Please come with money. <laughs> <laughs> the craziest thing. So I sold a, a Urus a few years back, and it was. I have never seen somebody come like bags of cash. Yeah. Bags of cash. Like, How does that work? Do you guys just take the bags and it's good to go? Well, I mean, obviously we count it. So please, no ones, no fives. Yes. <laughs> like, oh my god. Oh, that would be horrible. Yeah, that was pretty intense, but um, customer for life, you know, so yeah. it's just one of those things, you know, you're in their speed dial. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, if you want to find me, Instagram, Amy Chicago Luxury, 
Um, my TikTok, I'm working on that. Okay. I'm working on that. <laughs> it still has, like, it's in the works, but um, Perla Lamborghini, most definitely find me there. Is there multiple Perla Lamborghini locations, or is it just down the street? So Perla does own, like, a couple locations. So they have Gold Coast. Yes. They have the BMW store. Um, I work at the Downers Grove store. Cool. Yeah. Let's go. So. Awesome. Well, this was awesome. Make sure you guys check out Amy Luxury Chicago. Amy Chicago Luxury. Amy Chicago Luxury on Instagram. And stay tuned for when I get my Lambo, hopefully soon. <laughs> We're going to get off this call and see if I can finesse a deal. Right. Get Robert, too. <laughs> yes. Two <laughs> yeah. Lambos. Let's go. All right. Thank you, guys.